Howdy doody. Welcome to another episode of To the Moon. Yeah, this is an extremely special episode for me because today, in today's episode, we have the one, the only Brittany Berriman. And, and a lot of you will probably recognize her from uh, the numerous challenges that I've been doing. If you're an astro flipping student, then you are familiar with Brittany because she is a star. Um, and uh, if you are just getting to know Brittany for the first time today, you are in for a treat because Brittany Berryman is a phenomenal human being. She's a phenomenal real estate investor. She is a mom. She is a wife. She is a badass. She is a CrossFitter. She is a um, a hundred more than she's, I don't, I don't even know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of deals she's done. <laughs> she still has a flipping W2 job guys. Like I'm, I'm telling you, you are, if you are in life right now, feeling like you're not doing enough, then don't listen to the rest of this episode. Because <laughs> this, this, this woman will absolutely put you to shame. If you have laziness in your life, turn us off right now because this person is going to make you feel super lazy. She's probably one of the only people who can make me feel like I'm not doing enough um, <laughs> because she's just so phenomenal with her, her time management and her capacity to understand and, and, and put into application things that she learns at the highest level. Give it up for the one and the only, my very special friend, Brittany Berryman. Brittany, welcome to To The Moon. I when I first met you, I I was certain that we were going to do this, that this was going to be a thing. Uh, you would be on a to the moon. And, you know, these these podcasts are special because not only do my followers on YouTube watch this, but the entire uh, podcast community of Wholesale Hotline gets to listen to this as well. So thousands and thousands and thousands of people are going to get to know you, Brittany Berryman. Um, who are is just an incredibly, incredibly amazing woman. Brittany, um, you are so multifaceted. You're doing so much in life. And I, of course, we're going to get into the business and we're going to get into all of your success as a real estate investor. But tell us a little bit about you because you are different. You're different. You're cut from uh, a, a different kind of cloth. And I want to, I want the audience to get an understanding of what makes Brittany. Brittany. Well, first of all, thank you for the introduction. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's phenomenal. Like this whole journey has been phenomenal. I, you know, when I think back and I look back, it's you know, you you realize what your life has brought you to. You realize every everything that's happened previously before leads up to every moment that's happening in your life. Um, so, I, thank you. And what makes me, me, I'm, I'm, I don't know. My husband says, um, he used to tell me everything that I touch turns to gold actually still says, that. <laughs> um, but I just have this thing. Like I can't stop. Like I'm driven. I even say it's a cliche to say I'm driven by success, but you know, you take those disc profiles and things like that. It's tenacity and drive. I mean, I think everything that I do in life is, almost a competition, not with others, but with myself. And right. you know, that's why I thrive off of, you know, CrossFit. That's the thing that I, that that's my love. That's my passion is to, you know, for what, eight, nine years now, um, I'm constantly competing to be better and be better and be better. 
uh, in business and in life, I think, you know, early on, it was like I had to prove myself to someone else. But now it's not about proving myself to others. It's continuously growing and proving that I can do better because your human mind, your human body has a has a limit until you exceed that limit. Mm. And I'm going to try not to use CrossFit metaphors a lot, but, you know, uh, no, I, I, think <laughs> I think it's totally applicable because. I was watching I was watching the movie The Alpinist. I don't know if you've um, watched it at all, but I got a, a recommendation from Michelle Garabito and Paul Nelson to watch the movie. Mm -hmm. And I watched it last night and it, it was a lot about pushing ourselves to different levels of uh, or new new um, mental 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 positions. Right. Because. Yes. You know, back in the day, they didn't have, they didn't believe that a human being could run a four minute mile like that was just an impossibility. And in fact, there were uh, medical physicians at the time who said if you attempted to run a four minute mile, your lungs would explode and you would die. Right. Yeah. And so they just thought physically it was impossible for a human being to do this. And then now, I mean, you know, there's every there are people running four minute miles all over the place. There's a, there's a guy on my street who runs a four minute mile. Right. So it's not a special thing anymore. It's a thing now that we've hit that limit and we've, we've said, this is a BS. Now we can, now we can get there. When right. I was, when I was watching this guy scale these ice mountains, right. I thought how, you know, not even a mountain goat can get their butt up there. And here yeah. we are as human beings with these little tools, finding our way up these like, you know, full 90 degree face mountain faces and, you know, summiting these incredible heights. And it's, really about the mental fortitude and the heart to push through and get there. Right. And so I, I think CrossFit is totally, totally applicable in this because absolutely that's when you, you know, I I've never done CrossFit. I did hit right. And oh, um, you know, it's, there's similarities and then there's not similarities because you know, I, it, in hit, you're not benching, you know, crazy weights or anything like that, right. but you're going, you're going, you're going, you know, pushing tires, throwing tires and, and, you know, flipping, um, you know, bodies or whatever, uh, right. a, a lot like what happens in CrossFit. And I, when I first did it, I was like, this is gonna, this is gonna kill me. Like I'm, I'm, there's, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that this is, you think, that in, you think that in like, in work too, you're like, this is going to kill me. If I keep yep. doing this, this is going to kill me. Yep. Well, does it, no. I have a shirt, I have a shirt that says, but you didn't die though. So, <laughs> or no. did you die? No, you don't die. You just get yeah. better. Right. But like when you push yourself to that point, not even of like being close to death, but when you push yourself to that point beyond where you thought you could go, and that's the key. Mm -hmm. It's pushing yourself to the place that is beyond where you thought you could go. Your own limit, whatever, whatever limit you've placed for yourself, when you cross that barrier and you enter into a new world, you enter into a new idea, a new energy. Yes. So you do this physically all the time. Yeah. And, and, you know, does that help you? Did that help you oh, gain success as a real estate investor? Because you 100%. just knew that mental limits were BS. Yeah. I mean, they are. Because, you know, in nine years ago, eight years ago, when I first started, you know, things like CrossFit is like I couldn't do a single pull up. But someone told me, OK, if you do if you do this, this, this and this, trust the process, you'll be able to do a single pull up. Well, now I can do 100 in a workout. Same thing when I joined, you know, the uh, Astro community. I remember speaking on the phone and I said, I don't know what the limits are, but I need you to tell me do 
what I need to do, what I need to do. And he said, well, you need to do this, 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 and this. I'm like, okay, I'm a process person. So if you tell me this is the process, I'm not going to deviate out the process because the right. process is what works and it's proven. So why do I need to reinvent the wheel of what's been proven to find success? If I see hundreds and thousands of people have found success with this process, then follow the process. So whether right. it's, um, you know, physical and working out or whether it's, you know, in, in real estate, there's a process that people are following. And if those are the people who are successful and, and, and wealthy and, you know, not even just wealth uh, monetary wise, but wealthy in life, you know, you stick with that process. I see so many people will deviate or they give up so soon. Um, they spend 10, 20 years with a certain mental limit and they think in five days, everything's going to change. No, you've built that mental stamina of, I hate to say failure or fear or um, not being successful in what you do for 10, 20, 30 years. That's not going to change in five days. So why don't you give that same effort, <laughs> you know, towards something new? I tell my uh, kids and all the time, I said, what you repeatedly do is the results of, of, of where you are right now. So it's not anyone else's fault. Even and I fail. I fail at things all the time in every area. But right. when I fail, there's a reason why I failed. So I have to go back to the drawing board. Okay, what do I need to do to figure out so that I don't fail again? What do I need to do? What do I need to change? Who do I need to talk to? And that's it. It's it's. I, mean, I hate to make it sound so simple, but it is as simple as that. It, it really is because if you think about it, you've got so much going on in life, right? Because you work a full-time job, you work a W-2 job and, 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 and you do really well in your W-2 job. Are you, are you okay to just share a little bit? I don't want to get into the weeds with like, you know, what's your job, how much you make, da, da, da. but you make enough money in your w W-2 job not to even think of a side hustle. Correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. So um, I've been in my uh, W-2 job for 12 years. Um, I'm a director of marketing. And you know, part of what makes me who I am as a real estate investor, I have to give credit to this company, this job and the industry that I work in. I work in an industry where I work with um, the majority of the individuals are seasoned veterans in pharmaceuticals and engineering. And so I work with a specific demographic. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm, you see me on screen. I'm a, you know, I, I'm young. I think I'm young still. <laughs> you know, black female. <laughs> I'm a young black female and I, I've worked in, the, in, in an industry for 12 years where the majority of the demographic is middle aged or older white males. And so I never saw myself hindered by who I am, right. like never. Um, if I want to be somewhere and go somewhere, it is my responsibility. I may have to work harder. Okay, fine. It is what it is. Um, so in trend, so that that job, so I've been there for 12 years. I do marketing. I'm a director of marketing. Um, I have a leadership position there. So I mean, you go to the website, I'm on the website. So yes, I mean, I'm working eight, nine, 10 hours a day and people rely on what I do. I am in marketing, being the director of marketing for a company that's global. Uh, I have to put time and energy into it. I'm the face of the company. What I do and what I set my team up to do leads to the sales, which leads to revenue, which leads to company success. So I can't take my foot off the brakes. Um, even when doing, you know, this side hustle. Right. So, and it is a side hustle because I, I, I know it as a side hustle for you because I, 
I'm, I've, I've become a friend of yours. I've looked at your life and I see how, how much you do put into your W2 job and you give your all you give, you give a hundred percent of your all to you, to your W2 and you focus and you dedicate everything that they, that they, um, require from you and more. Right. And then on top of that, you are a mom and a wife. Right. And so you give everything that you can and need to, and are required to plus more to your family, right? You've got a, a, a son who is a Hollywood actor. You've got a yeah. husband, and you've got and you've got other children. Tell us about family life. Like yeah. that's a job in itself. <laughs> it's happening there. Yeah. So um, outside of you know, so I work my W two. You know, work nine five Monday through Friday. That's there. And uh, I have two boys. Um, Aiden is fifteen, and Johnny is twelve. Um, Aiden is an athlete. He is a football phenomenal player. football player. Right. Yeah, and so you know. He has something every single day after school, every single day of the week on weekends. And then um, I have my son, Johnny, who is an actor. You know, Google Johnny Berryman. You'll see his name pop up. And what's, what's the latest thing he's been in? So he actually I think the show airs this week. If it hasn't, you know, he, he does so much. I, you know, when he first started, we're like, oh, his show's airing. But now it's like, oh, did, did that episode air that he's in? Um, so Fairly Odd Parents has a, they did a, I don't know if you remember the cartoon and if your daughter's ever into, I think it was Cartoon Network, but they did, yeah. they now have a live version of it um, on Paramount. And so he is in Fairly Odd Parents, that new um, TV show. And um, is, he, is he a, is he a, um, a recurring character over there? No, that one, he is a co-star. So. Awesome. Um, he's in a couple of actual, actually horror movies. Uh, one that's on Netflix called Countdown. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he's Does in. He he's already dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. He's the haunting. Is, he's the haunting demon. <laughs> <laughs> he's haunting his brother. Um, wow, okay. <laughs> it was at a theater. It's not like one of those little low budget horror movies. It was actually at theaters and everything. And so he's like the haunter. He's like the. He's the. He. He's the bad guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's that a lot. You know, I'm in production myself. I'm a, I'm on a TV show and I can tell you it's a pain in the butt. It's a lot of work. You know, it's highly fulfilling and amazing, but it's yeah. also just tremendously taxing on, on you. Yeah, absolutely. And like, he's taught me a lot. He's been doing this since he was six. He's 12 now. And when you talk about a six-year-old going through rejection and having to hear a ton of no's, I mean, if you're in the real estate industry, you're going to hear rejection and a ton of no's. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, early on when you know I first started doing this was, you know, if he could get through it, if he could hear the no's, he bounces back. He goes right back to it. He's never quit. He's never said, I'm done. Six years of it. I mean, come on. Like, what example am I setting for him if I just, you know, throw my, you know, throw in the towel after a month or a week or a few days? So, so yeah, so that's a whole nother job, um, helping a 12-year-old memorize script and doing, you know, now Hollywood is all about self-taping. So we're not taking them to the casting office anymore. We have to tape it, send it in, um, get them all set up. Um, and then I have a phenomenal husband. So I, my husband and I have been married for going on 16 years now. Um, and he's great. He supports everything I do. He's um, a very supportive man, right? Very, like he's the kind of person that says, Brittany, you can do everything. And when you want to add something, because let's just face it, right? A lot of us are in marriages. And if I, 
I have a very supportive wife, right? If I if I didn't have a supportive wife, there's no chance that I would be where I am in my life. Every time I add something to my life, she's not like, Jamil, why are you adding <laughs> more? It's less time with me. I don't get that. I get, I get yes, honey, any, anything and everything that is required from you to get where you're going, to do what you need to do, because this is your trip and I'm here with you. Like, yeah. I get that. I get that from her. I get so much support, so much love from my wife. And I, I, I just, you know, I, I can't I can't stress enough how important that is to have somebody like that in your life. You've got that. You've got that. Absolutely. Any anything I ever think of and do, he just do it I mean, without hesitation, without like. I'm and he did the same. He said the same thing about joining Astro, didn't he? He did. He did. You know, I was like, you know, I'm like, yeah, he's like, why not do it? Go for it. Like there was no question in his mind. Because I think when he knows that if I'm thinking about something, he knows I'm going to be successful at it. He just needs to, like, push me to do it. And I need that confirmation. So he gives me that confirmation and I do it. And there has not been I mean, and it, it, it takes a lot of time out of your day. You know, there's sometimes you get so soaked into the you know, the rhythm of things that, you know, before you know it, it's eight o'clock at night and, you know, there's no dinner. Well, he'll jump in and make dinner or I mean, he's never complained where he's, you know, well, you're spending too much time here. No, it's always, you know, go forward. How can I help? What can I do? Now, he really does want to help, but I'm like, this is my baby. <laughs> well, you, you uh, he doesn't He doesn't sulk around like, Brittany doesn't want to cook dinner for me, so I'm going to no. be sulking now. No, no, you don't get a sulky husband? No. Nope. Um, incredible. He, he, I mean, he's, he's just, he's, he's a man, you know, he's, he does, yes. he does so much. And um, I'm so thankful for him. Um, and then he knows when I need a break, you know, he knows when I just need to get away and he'll say, Hey, you want to go for a walk? He'll pull me away from the computer and, uh, we do it. So that is, that is life. It's and it. And it's, well, that's not done yet because on top of that, what do you, how much do you bench? Can you, can you share with us how much you bench? So, um, so my other, I spend probably two and a half to two and a half hours at the gym daily. Um, I rest on Thursdays and Sundays. Um, I just finished, you know, CrossFit has a full season. You have the open. And if you place within the top 10% in the entire, um, in your, uh, country. So I placed in the top 10% of the United States, actually the North America region. So that's Canada, United States and, um, Mexico. So I placed top 10% and, uh, that transitioned me to go into, uh, if you do that, you make it to the quarterfinals. And then, so I did the quarterfinals and if you make it, I think it's like the top 20, go to semifinals and you go to the CrossFit games. But so I did uh, max out my bench press at 192 pounds. What? Um, <laughs> I can't bench that much weight. Brittany, come on, man. What's happening here? I maxed my, my clean at, a, at 202 pounds. And wow. yes, and it's cool. You know, I told you my, my, my 15 year old, he's an athlete. He's a football player. And so he's starting to pass me up in the weights, but I'm, I'm trying to stay along, stay there with him. Like if he can get just outside the range, but eventually he really should be well ahead of, of his mom once he, you know, all that testosterone kicks in. So, but I think I still have him on the cleans, maybe squat. No, no, he passed. I love that you two are like <laughs> you guys are competing against each other with like how you can clean and jerk, right? Like this is like I'm impressed. Like guys, this is. I I, I want to just add this up for people, right? Because there's people out there who are like, I don't have the time. I don't have the time to live out my dreams. I don't have the time to have a side hustle. I don't have the time to gain financial freedom. I don't have the time to take my kids to 
um, to become a, a, a famous actor. I don't have the time to make help my son become a, a football star. I don't have the time to be a wife. I don't have the time to work a full-time job as a marketing director. I don't have the time to cook my family dinner. I don't have the time to do all these things. I don't have the time to work out two to three hours a day on top of all that. Guys, are you adding all this up? Yeah. And now we're going to get to why she's here. Okay, so all of those things we just talked about before, that's before this. That's before Astro, okay? She lives a full, rich, beautiful, wonderful, amazing, fulfilling, and, and financially stable life before Astro. So some crazy idea, maybe one of my ads, some, I don't, God knows what, <laughs> what made you think I need to add on being a real estate investor? And how did that even happen when you've got so much already going on? I love, okay. I love sharing the story. Um, so my family and I, we, we didn't talk about this, um, but briefly we moved to California six years ago from Texas and that was all for my son's pursuit in Hollywood. You know, we left everything behind. Packed. This is just to tell you the type of people we are. We packed everything. We're all in. Packed everything up. Left everything behind in Texas. Moved to California 100%. Um, California is not a cheap place to live. No, I live there. I live <laughs> there time, so it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, and so, you know, over six, our first, our first year here, I, I think I cried almost every night. Um, my job salary didn't change because you know my company was like, well, you're moving to California for your own benefit, but we'll let you work from home. And, um, so trying to keep up with, I mean, it was hard our first year. My husband, I think our first year here was Ubering. I mean, just to tell you the position we were in, um, it was scraping pennies. Um, fast forward a few because years. You're, where are you living in Burbank? We live in Burbank. Yes. Burbank. Yeah. And so like, guys, just to give you guys an understanding of the cost of living out there. I mean, your, your gas is double, practically double of what it is $6 across the nation. Cents, yes. $6.70 exactly. $6, $6, $6 a gallon right now. You know, your average one bedroom, one bathroom apartment in LA is $2,000 and you live in a family house in Burbank. So it's thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars every single month. And then she's got to drive. And when you're driving and you're going to auditions or you're doing this or that, it's like two hours anywhere you want to go in LA, right? It's so it's a lot of time. It's a lot of gas. It's not easy. Like it's not an easy life out there. That's why you see so many crazy people in Los Angeles because yeah. that place will make you freaking crazy. It okay, will. So it will. Like I said, I, I think I cried every night, you know, our first year here. Um, but fast forward a few years, you know, God is good and things started happening for us. So in 2020, uh, we actually moved to the home that we're in now. And we're like, you know, we're kind of settling here. This is nice. And, you know, our boys had their own spaces. And this is like perfect home um, to live in Burbank. Um, and then I'm, I'm sure my husband won't mind me sharing this. We um, he was working for a company. And um, this is 2020. And we just moved into this home. And I believe this is towards the end of 2020, he was let go from his job. And um, well, he, he left his job. And so in my mind, he didn't freak out, of course, because he's him. He's <laughs> he never freaks out. He's like the forever optimist. Um, but I knew inside, you know, inside, you know, something's, you know, churning. And I remember thinking, OK, we can't 
rely so I don't want to ever be in a position where we rely so much on our jobs. Like something can happen where for, with my job, company shuts down or, you know, something happens and poof, your income can be, your income can be gone in that. Right. So December of 2020, I set out um, a mission and I was like, you know, I want, to, I want to invest in real estate. So I started adding up how many residential doors would I have to have <laughs> to replace my W2 job? Smart. Think, Very smart. So I think it came up to like, just for me, I was like 25 to 30 doors to replace. Okay. Cause you know, rental income cash flow is like maybe $500. So you right. multiply that. So, um, and then I calculate how much would it take to get my, you know, for my husband, for both of us to replace our jobs. To have yeah. You just want to make like $15,000 a month. Right. And, and, right. Have, and that, and that, and that's a decent, comfortable life, right? Like, yes. It, yes. So again, this is like de December, 2020. Um, and so I was like, you know, I'm going to buy my first rental property and started looking. Um, you met my, my agent friend and you know, that's where I found him. JP shout out to JP. Um, he, <laughs> uh, he found us our first uh, rental property and we closed on that in March of 2021. And so I even like beginning of January, and I even have proof because I, I like I wrote this down. I have this notebook next to me because I want people to believe this timeline. Um, January 17th of 2021, I was listening to, you know, I'm, we're, we're a Christian based family. I was listening to a um, a message and it was talking about getting anchored and it was talking about um, being anchored in, you know, the word of God. And, you know, so many of us stay in the shallow end of the water, but, you know, you don't need an anchor until you're in the deep. And it's alone. You're alone when you're in the deep water. So, you know, if, if you want to move forward, you have to go to the deep where you have your anchor. And who's your anchor? God. God's your anchor. You don't need an anchor in the shallow. You need an anchor when you're in the deep. And the deep is where everything happens. And so it's funny when he was speaking that message, I looked down and I was wearing a, a necklace. One, a friend of mine bought me that had an anchor on it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, God is so good. It's like, he, and it's impossible. If you're looking for God in your life, it's impossible not to find, not to yeah. find, but it's anyways. And so during that same time, I was reading a book called Atomic Habits. And it was, you know, it talks about like, who do you wish to become? And your identity is, your identity is formed by every choice that you make. So your identity, if you say, well, I am a, a runner. Okay. So you're a runner. You're saying you're a runner. When you have the choice to go outside and run that two mile run that you need to do, or you want to sit and watch Netflix, the choice that you make there, that's your identity. You um, if you say you're a football player and you are hanging out and smoking with your friends versus on the field practicing reps, you just shape your identity. So my identity, I literally wrote who I am. I'm gonna show you this. It says, who do I want to become? I don't know if you see that. Ah. We can't so, read, but yes, now we can't. Kind of. Highlight it there. It says an investor in real estate. This was January 18, 2021. Okay. Okay. Um, when so, did you join Astro, by the way? May 2021. Okay. So this I had no idea Astro existed at this time. I had no idea. Okay, great. No Keep going. Keep going. So, you know, I started shaping my identity. Like, okay, if I want to, if I want to be a real estate investor, I need to start taking actions towards it. So in March of um, 2021, we purchased our first rental property. It's like, awesome. 
get that 20% down, got our first rental property, put it on the market on a Wednesday. It was, lease was signed on Thursday morning. Amazing. Awesome. Let's do it again. Yes. Okay, I need another 20% down. Right. Right. <laughs> Let's save up some ducats to do that. <laughs> and so then I start listening to these Bigger Pockets podcasts and episodes, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing these people, you know, talk about different ways they find rental properties. And um, I have a good friend. She's actually my workout partner. She's the like literally the one that gets me going to the gym. I think we get each other going to the gym, but um, her name's Jill. And she was like, hey, you need to listen to this podcast. Um, and it was about this, it, it was a Bigger Pockets podcast. And it was this couple who had you know, gone from sleeping on a couch to wholesaling and making tens of thousands of dollars a month. Right. And I'm like, oh, hold on, wait. And I listened to them, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. If they can do that, I can do it, right? So I'm Googling and, you know, trying to figure out, okay, how do you wholesale or, you know, how, how do you do all this? And like, what do I need to do? And, you know, when you start Googling stuff, it starts popping up on your feed and oh, yeah. like, you know, yeah, get yeah, all yeah. the stuff. So the only thing I could find, you know, I found, mind you, I told you I'm a process person. So there were steps like do step one, step two, step three, do this, that, and that. So I started doing that. I started cold calling. And um, you'll probably remember the first deal I brought to you. <laughs> it was from a cold call. It was horrible. Um, and, uh, I knew I knew that I could do it. I just didn't know how. And um, so that same pastor that spoke that message about anchoring, there was a message. Um, it was May thirteenth, and the message was um, doing like the upgrade, like finding finding the thing that you need to do and how to do it. And so I wrote in my journal a question. I'm actually going to say, so the question was, the goal with real estate, how do I get there? Um, focus on the strategies of real estate. And I had the question, it says, the Bible gives you the general will for your life. The Holy Spirit gives you the instructions. Okay. That was written down. The very next passage in my journal is wholesales and real estate astro so the day before the message to me was you need to find the right path and the right instruction the day after there was a there was an ad on facebook i guess from my google searches where i saw you and it led me to astro and that day may 14 2021 mind you this is this journey from january to may i found astro i signed up and the rest is history. <laughs> so that's like, you know, May 14th is two days before my mom's birthday. My mom is May 16th. Shout out, mom. I love you. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting, interesting time of year. You know, um, you're it's right, you know, a couple of months after you start your real estate journey and you're a process person, like you said. So you start doing the things right. You start li- listening to podcasts. Your friends are telling you because you're talking about what you want to do. You're owning that this is what you're trying to accomplish is what you're trying to do. Your goal was I want to replace my income. I never want to be worried that somebody can fire me and then I don't have enough money to survive and take care of my family. You're you're a provider. You are you are the epitome. You are the example of what it means to make sure that you're going to be okay and that your people are going to be okay. And that's what you were. It's what you were stepping towards. You then learn that you need an anchor because you're going to go into the deep and now you're looking for instruction and 
this blue genie pops up. This blue genie pops up. He's like, it was a genie. Yeah. It was like, your wish is to do this. (laughs) (laughs) It's so corny that it's, it's, it's it's like, I, I, you know, Bobby, Bobby two hands, my videographer who made that, who made that uh, ad with me. uh, He's in my kitchen right now. And, and (laughs) he's joined my team full time. And we were talking, you know, I said, you know, Bobby, without you, there's no genie, right? Because he helped me make that happen. And I said, look at our lives, you know, so many, so many people were blessed from that corny ad from that, just that, that, you know, craziness that you and I did there. And we thought, will this work? Is this ever going to work? Like, will anyone ever click on this and not think I'm just a total tool? And will, or will only tools click on this? And then I'm just going to have a mentorship full of, full of like crazy people. Right. But no, this marketing director from this great company who makes, you know, a ton of money already, who is an incredibly successful and established woman has found that ad appealing and clicked on it. And so there you are. So you, you start Astro May 14th of 2021. You said the rest is history. Walk us through history. Well, um, and I, I kind of want to, you know, rewind just a tad bit because of the reasoning. It wasn't, you asked me, was it, you know, I have a good paying job. Uh, my husband, thankfully, immediately after he left the other job, got another job back. He actually bought himself a reward for his next job before he even got the next job. That's the kind of thought that he had. A watch comes in the mail. I was like, why do you have a watch? He goes, because it's my reward for the job I'm about to get. There you go. <laughs> and then he gets the job, I think that evening or the very next day. Okay. But um, but <laughs> you asked me like why, why this was so important to me. Um, I come from a family, I, I was raised by a single mom. So just, you know, everybody out there, you know, nothing is ever handed to me. Right. You know, I, my mom raised me alone. Uh, my parents separated when I was two years old. Um, and I remember growing up, we always lived in a small apartment. Um, we lived in like one of those efficiency studios where like it's all just kind of one room. Yeah. Um, I, my mom has never owned a home. And um, she actually ended up having to move back home to Illinois. And I remember, like I know her struggle. Like I know she will have to work every day for the rest of her life. My mom is 65, maybe 66. Um, she doesn't have retirement. And I told myself like, that will not be me at all. And that will not be my kids. That will not be my children's children. Um, so that's why this was so important to me. It was, it was more this than just, you know, the risk of, you know, losing a job, but no, it was, this is for a legacy. This, this has to start a different mindset. This has to start a different path for our family. It's not, yeah, you can go to college and I'd support going to college. My older son wants to be an engineer if he's not a football player. Um, Johnny says he's going to be an actor. He's not going to college. Fine. Great. But, um, the world is different. And I went to school to be a first a vet and then a dental hygienist. And then none of that happened. And so it's, it's to train. I want to train my kids and, and, and our children's children for something different. Right. I'm changing the trajectory of, you know, our, of our family, my husband and I both. So that's why that was so important for me to get into this, to start investing in real estate. Um, it wasn't just about, you know, the money. It was, it's, it's the legacy that we're going to, that we're going to leave for them. And the security, right? The security it's for yourself, scary. the security for them, because, yeah. you know, um, it's hard. It's hard to watch mom, I bet right now. And, and so uh, is she still working? Is, are you still working? She still works um, and she has to. She absolutely has to. There's no retirement. There's no 
There's nothing put aside. Um, owning a home, I don't think will ever happen for her. She, but she's comfortable. Like I think she got to the point where she was comfortable. Um, and I have an aunt who's like who's been a mentor to me. She's a house flipper, and you know she kind of set that that. Um, I have I have great people in my life. I mean, my mom's a great person, but like as far as like um, the people who did show me that there was a different way, because that's all I saw. All I saw was my mom, and I think right. the, the other people. My I have an aunt and uncle, and then um, another aunt who saw I think saw something different in me, and they kind of took me under their wings and said, "No, this is this is what's possible for you." Um, and so I'm very blessed to have those people in my life. And I'm very blessed to be surrounded by others who I've met along this path, you know, who speak life into what, um, what John and I do. So. But now, right. We're, we're now. at, we're at, we're in May, we're in May, 2021. You get started in astro flipping. So I get started in astro flipping May, 2021. You, you, yeah. do you suck at it? Does it just fall? Does it fall all apart? Do you realize that you should have never clicked on the link with the blue man or what happens? I could not put the courses down. Um, I remember like, I mean, just I'm sitting in the mirror, curling my hair and going through the modules and, you know, driving down the road, going through the modules. I couldn't put the courses down and I'm an action taker. And so I think I was partly through week one. I think I know I finished week one. Once I got into week two, I'm like, okay, it's time to go started taking action. It wasn't a wait and consume content because you can consume content all oh day my God. long. All and, day long. And, do and, and, and stop yourself from anything ever happening because all Analysis you're doing is paralysis. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's always the what ifs. Okay, so what if? And like, what's the worst that could happen? Right. So I started at every note, you know, I printed out every note, but I started taking the actions with, they will say, hey, you need to call five hard money lenders. I call five hard money lenders. I didn't know what a hard money lender was at that point. And now I use them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Title company. I didn't know. The only time I'd sat in front of no, I told, I told my, my, my mom never owned a home. And, you know, John and I, the first home that, you know, we bought um, together was the rental property. So that's the only time I'd actually seen title happen. So um, I took action. And me taking action, I started calling, and I didn't know there was a name. It wasn't, we didn't name it Agent Outreach at that time, or I don't think I'd gotten that far in the course, even though what it was. But I was like, I have connections in real estate. I need to use those connections. I have relationships. So um, I emailed, I sent two realtors a text message. Um, one is my, I call him my JP. Um, mm -hmm. And the other was another agent. It was like, just simple. Just keep it simple. Um is do you have any homes that you, you know, that are off the market and that you think someone might want to get rid of? I didn't know the phrase to put out there, but I was like, hey, they'll know what I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be perfect. This starts the conversation. Right. Yeah, I have one. Just so happens I do. Yeah, yeah I do. Uh, how, how did you know? Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'll send it over to you. He sends it yeah. over to me. Mind you, I'm still in week two. I don't know any paperwork that needs to be done. I actually had to send an email saying, hey, can you unlock week three for me? Because I, you know, so um, thankful for this community because every step of the way I had to get, you know, okay, what do I do here? What do I do there? And I wasn't scared. That's the funny thing. I wasn't scared. I kind of felt like um, I, I came in with confidence, like, hey, because he didn't know at the time that I was wholesaling. Um but actually, in my mind, because I bought, you know, a rental property, I was like, 
I mean, I could, this could be mine as a rental property. So in my mind, I was coming in as a buyer, right, right. Uh, but likely not, of course. But right. so you, you didn't know your exit strategy for sure, for certain you, and you could have made the decision to keep it. It could have happened. <laughs> Could have given it to your aunt who God knows what you could have yeah. done with it, but you wanted to evaluate it for its efficacy, for yes. its merits. Yes. And so, yeah, I came in with confidence. I said, this is what I, you know, this is what I, um, I think he came, he gave me a number and I was like, nope, this is my offer. And this is the reason why I laid it all out, told the guy and the guy was like, okay, sure. Um, and I even negotiated, you know, some foundation stuff. I was like, we'll take another, and it, it was, and it, it was fair because, that's that's the thing that I always made sure I was like, I want to make sure it's fair. And so um, the agent that I was working with, I was like, you know, bring this to him. I want to make sure it works on, on all sides. Um, and so got the deal under contract. Um, mind you, I live in California and the terminology I, I wasn't familiar with at this point. So I had a buyer send me a message saying deal was not in California. No, this deal is not in California. So that's another thing. I do. I live in California, and everything I do is in Texas. So you're working um, totally virtually. Totally virtually, relying a hundred percent on my knowledge of the area, and that was one key thing to me was starting in an area and a market that I was very familiar with. I was very familiar with this market. All the time. Know yes. where you're going to work. Yeah. Yes. I knew where every side street was. I knew the neighborhood. I didn't have to be there, but I know it, and I know people there. So when I needed pictures or when the buyer showed up and actually the agent again, once, so he ended up knowing what I was doing with the property. Um, mine, I didn't know. So I put it on Facebook and <laughs> everyone knows everyone. So he was like, Hey, is this, this is ours. I was like, yeah, by the way, this is what I'm going to do. He goes, okay, as long as it's fair, he was fine with it. Um, but I think at the, initially he was going to rep to intermediary because in Texas you can represent both as an intermediary, but he was like, you know, this is my first time dealing with a, um, an exit strategy like this. So I don't think I want to do an intermediary, but, um, it's still yours. Okay, great. Um, so mind you, I don't know the terminology. So a buyer, uh, messaged me, he says, Hey, can we, um, can we meet about the property? Uh, I'm very interested. I'm thinking he wants to meet. He wants to call. I was like, yeah, what time? He goes, uh, you know, 10 o'clock. He then calls me that Thursday at 10 o'clock. He goes, I'm here. I was like, you're where? He goes, I'm at the property. I'm like, what? <laughs> he goes, we're supposed to meet about it. And I'm thinking, oh I'm going to Zoom meetings. Because yeah. this is, mind you, COVID, everything was Zoom meetings. This is right. just 2021, early 20 Like in person? Person? We don't meet in person. <laughs> you you want to meet it? You want to see people? That's danger. <laughs> so I'd forgotten about meeting in person. Everything yeah. in Zoom. Um, thank goodness I called the agent. I'm like, I need you. I know you don't represent me, but I need you to do me a huge favor. I have someone there looking at the property for me. Wow. Um, can you go you there? The deal from, can you go and show my buyer <laughs> the deal? <laughs> yes. Can you go do it? And he's like, you know what? I shouldn't. But he goes, I can't say anything. I was like, I don't want you to say anything. I don't want you to say anything at all. Just go let him in. Um, he does it. And then he sells them the, like, he goes, this he talks about how phenomenal the area is, you know, downtown is this way. Da, 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 da. If you don't get this, if you don't take this deal, like, I don't know, you know, you're going to miss out on something. He sells the deal for what me. Right? Incredible man, JP is right. He's, he's he the is. best. He is. I, I've actually, now that I've gotten to meet him, um, he's like one of the most gracious, incredible He's your Monique, right? Like he's your he's Monique. Monique Walker. He's, yep. he's your he's your he's your guy, and yep. you will do business with him for the rest of your life. I guarantee yes, it. 
I will. I will. Um, so that so so what happens then? Does he convince them to buy the deal? Well, yeah. So they come back, they make the offer, and I actually told them, I'm like, nope, too low. Mind you, I'm freaking out like on the inside, but that company, I was like, nope. Uh, I was like, we have interest at a higher price. They come back an additional, I think, $8,000 or something. You're like, okay, we'll give you, no, it's an additional $10,000. I was like, okay, good. So, <laughs> so um, the relationship there, that's where that relationship built. Um, and then from well, there- How much like, did you make on your first deal? My first deal, I made $10,800. Wow. The very first deal. And mind you, it was June. It was a less, it, it was a month. Less than a month because we closed on June 8th. I started Astro on May 4th or, or, or May 14th. So, um, and it was a funky deal at closing um, because the buyer ended up using a conventional loan. Again, trust in relationships and honesty. I went to the agent or to, to, I went to JP and told him, he's like, hey, this is what's happening. Would your seller be willing to pay me out? The seller paid me out of title. That's how, because he, he was like, you know what? It was fair numbers. For him, it was fair numbers. He got exactly what he wanted. Buyer got what he wanted. Agent got, you know, you know, his commission. Everybody was happy at the end of the day. And so when that went so smoothly, I mean, everything just started trickling in. Um, so when I did that one, it was like, it's a repeatable process. Let's yes. do the next. So um, immediately after I sold, I think, three fourplexes, it was a three fourplex package. And you remember that one, the, <laughs> the lawsuit and that one. So you, that was stressful. Cause I know you were like, Oh my God, I'm going to get sued. Yes. And I was like, Brittany, you're not going to get sued. Like, let's, let's talk about this. And you know, I, I kind of gave you my understanding and my knowledge and, and I, I knew they were playing um, liars poker with you. And so, um, but that worked out well for you as well. You, you know, know, and it just speaks to the community and who you are, you know, I think I emailed you and you like emailed me the next and you're like, just calm down because I could have stopped at that point. I could have like, nope, this is too scary. But we closed that deal. And that was another, I think it was $24,000. Um, and then it just, again, God That's just kept your first month, right? That's still your that was, month. that was July. So that was beginning of July. Okay, so beginning we're, of July. we're two months in. So two months in, we're at what? $34,000 told. I remember just adding this stuff up. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and those were big numbers for me then. Um, and then fast forward, I'm on set with my son um, and I start just sending texts. Again, it's about relationships and I'm texting people that I know, hey, do you have any properties? Hey, do you know someone with the property? And then I send someone like, hey, do you know anyone with the property that they're trying to get rid of? She goes, yes, me. I have 30, 34, 38. That was the big package deal. Um, that happened and, and, wait, and that was an insane amount of money, insane yes. amount of money. You, what did yes. you, what did you make uh, over a hundred grand? I made $112,000 on that one. Um, and that was, uh, again, I was, it was from just sending a text message out of like, Hey, you know, I'm here. This is what I do. Do you have anything? And she knew exactly what I was doing. Again, it's transparency and honesty. She even asked me, she goes, how do you get paid? I want to make sure you get paid because and she could have done it. But to sell off each one of those individually, you have to know your sellers. And you're thinking in this business, you have to know who you're talking to. You have to know their situation. Um, you have to know why. Some people it's because they're in a distressed situation. Some people because they don't have the time. Um, 
but it's solving their problems. If I can make this easier for her and just selling all of these in one package deal than her having to go and sell these one by one by one by one, you know how much time I just saved her? And for, okay. her, for her, it was worth it. Um, again, transparency and honesty all the way through. And she was like, this is the smoothest transaction I've ever experienced um, in 30 plus properties. So um, that happened. And then um, the success towards the end of the quarter, which you know, I want to touch on this, but the success towards the end of the quarter, this the momentum just started picking up so quickly, quicker than we could handle. So we had to start thinking about tax strategy and tax planning and um, <laughs> stuff that we you know didn't didn't think of like when we first started because what we started doing was it just exponentially grew because I could use these stories and tell you know my sellers and tell my buyers of okay this is a situation I just solved and this is what I just done once you start doing this business the proof is in the pudding it starts you have stories you can share you can say hey I did this for this seller because they were going through this I can do the same for you or um, you're you're, it, it, you're not fabricating anything, and they can tell. People can tell when you're authentic. They can tell 100%. when you're doing something for. Um, and I tell people all the time, you know, I'm not. Yes, the money's fine, but if if you're not JP's phrase, he goes, if you walk away from a deal at the end of the day, and you both got you both feel like you got screwed. You did it right. <laughs> <laughs> he actually tells people that. You know, they're like, okay, good, sign on the line. Um, <laughs> But no, but like at, at the end of the day, it's, it's you have to, um, you can't be fake in, in this business because I don't care how, you know, I don't care what kind of person you're dealing with. I don't care if it's someone who, you know, low income, I don't care if it's someone, you know, a buyer who's bought millions of properties. Um, they know your reason why. And I, I try to pull those, you know, those heartstrings sometimes just to find out, okay, why are you doing this? Um because we all have a story, right? You know, pe people don't come in saying they want to sell their house for no reason. People don't, you know, come in wanting to buy for no reason. You, you got to find the connection. And I'm all about like, it's, it's not just a transaction, but I say that, but sometimes you do have to make it just a transaction when things are starting. You can't get hooked on one, on one deal. When you start right. seeing things, you have to when you start seeing things start to slip away. If you if you're spinning your wheels on one deal, you gotta move on. You know, I tell people all the time, they're like, but this, but the agent, but the, the, why are you still talking about this? Yeah, who cares? Just go, go, go. You gotta now you gotta move, solve the next problem, solve the next problem, solve the next problem, solve the next problem. And yes. then guess what? That problem that you don't have a solution for right now, you'll figure it out. Yep. The solution will find you. You yes. know, that's that's how it works. Sometimes you got to take your eye off of it so that you can actually give yourself enough space to find how to fix it, you know? And so you're a thousand percent, right? And I can't tell you how often as a coach, I've seen people get stuck. Yeah. They get stuck in one deal and that's the deal that kills them. That's the deal that pushes them out of the business, you know? It, it is. It is. And, and I get it. It's frustrating, but there's 50 billion other deals out there waiting for you to work on. So if this person doesn't want to work with you, Yes, sometimes they'll come back around. They'll realize they were wrong. So move on. Crazy. So, so you had momentum. You got tax planning. You've got you know figured out where to hide all your money. Um, what did it look like for the end of the quarter? So the end of the quarter. Um, by the end of twenty twenty one. 
we finished out at two hundred and twenty-four thousand dollars wow. just in wholesaling. Did you just make much money in your W two? Never, never, <laughs> never. After twelve years, after twelve years of being with years. that, company. not not nothing against that company because yeah, sure, I don't sure. know a lot of companies that can pay a quarter million dollars out, you know, like that. It's just so it doesn't exist like that in corporate America. It just doesn't, right? It's yeah. there's just not that kind of money, right? Uh, so you make, you know, $224,000 and now, now, you know, that's the end of 2021. Now we're in 2022. It's April. Yes. Right. And, yes. and has it, has, was that just beginner's luck? Did, no. has, did it all go downhill from there? Well, so you got to figure out how to scale it. Right. So, right. yeah, cause you can, like I said, it's, it's, it's a busy business. It's active. It's constantly active. Um, and time is of the essence. So every minute counts, every second counts, every day counts, every week counts. So when you're working on one thing, mind you, again, I'm working my W2 for the, you know, and you're crossfitting and, 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 CrossFit. and you've got football and you've got acting yes. and like, and a wife and all the things like it's yes. just, but I take ownership of my time. Um, and I think people appreciate that. Some, some people call me with deals or, um, and I'm like, I'm at the gym right now. I'll call you in an hour. Like, okay. You know, so I take ownership of my time, but um, I do know I'm wise enough to know that being able to scale and add in help where I don't have to tell that person, sorry, I can't answer your phone or I can't talk to you right now. I've been able to put people in place that can do that. So um, I think, you know, to talk about like how, how far you have, I mean, what you have done, it's, you know, it's kind of like, what do you call it? It's, it continues to pay forward because people see the success that, that I've had in doing this. And they're like, okay, tell me what you're doing and how you're doing it. And um, I have a best friend from high school. She and I hadn't talked for a while, but then she starts seeing me do all this stuff. And she goes, okay, what are you doing? I want to do it. I want to help it any way I can. And I know, you know, you do people, you know, don't, don't work with friends and family, blah, blah, blah. blah. But you lay down the law first. You're like, this is the contract. This is the, these are the deals. I'm going to outline all the expectations. Anything that deviates outside of that, you go back to the contract. So I'm okay with working, working with people that are close to me. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I brought her on board and she does everything covering Houston. So anything that comes, um, she does all the agent outreach. Um, she makes all the calls. And so she's my acquisitions person. Has um, she been doing well? Has she been, been making doing good? very well? She's been doing very well. Um, and it's funny. She actually got, um, she, she's, she's a great relationship builder. So she's helped to build some really good relationships um, in the Houston area. Um, we have one deal under contract and we're waiting for that um, to find a buyer. We actually, she actually just locked it up and she did this alone. Um, She's had a few that, you know, get them under contract and then they fall through. So I'm teaching her also how to comp too, because I want to fully, I want her to have ownership of that entire area. Right. Um, and there's certain markets I still hold on to. Uh, in Dallas, I have a brother-in-law who's an inspector. So anytime I need a property, go look at it. He goes and walks the property. You just have to rely on people um, and rely on relationships and, 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 and be fair about it. You know, people's time is valuable. Um so I have, I've had to learn that I do need help. Um, it's hard for me to ask for help. I, I'm one of those people who like, well, if I just do it myself, I can get it done faster. Right. But I also know that leads to burnout. And um, I've even my, and you've 
some people who follow me on social media, they know my 15 year old son has even come on board and he's my buyer intake person. So wow. his, <laughs> his job, he, he logs into my Facebook account and he goes and collects buyers um, in all the markets that I'm in. He puts them into, um, we use Podio. So he puts all the buyers into uh, Podio. Um, and he's started, he's gotten comfortable enough now to where he's emailing the buyers and saying, Hey, you know, just following up, saying da 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 da, give me your what you're looking for. Um, so yeah, so he gets paid hourly doing that now. Um, and talking about tax dollars, we're like, okay, he could do this, and now he can actually. Um, we set him up a a custodial Roth um, IRA, so he has a retirement plan already going because all you have to do is make income. And he has that set up because he's making income from my job. And because my LLC is paying him, it's a tax write-off for me to pay my son to set up his retirement account. <laughs> what is this? Like, like this is in, incredible. This is incredible. Like what a, what a phenomenal way for all of this to be turning out. And, you know, you're blessing everybody. You're blessing your best friend from high school. You got your kid involved. You know, you've got you've got your family supporting you and championing you. And then all these people that you brought, because I know I've seen how many people have come to the Astro program because of Brittany Berryman. You know, I your name comes up a lot. They 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 talk about you, they watch our challenge, they've seen you, they're inspired by you, they love the fact that there's an independent you know, African-American woman who is bossing out and crushing it out there, making it, making waves, making waves and showing everybody that it doesn't matter. doesn't matter what sex you are. doesn't matter what race you are. doesn't matter what you've come up against. It doesn't matter if you've born with anything, with nothing. If you come from a single parent household, whatever it is, you can do anything you want in life as long as you have the intention and the action to support that intention. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mind you, this is less than a year. It still hasn't been a year yet. So it still hasn't been a year. And now like, what does it look like for you monthly right now? Like what do you, what's your average month look like? Average monthly is 30 to 50 K a month. Um, and it just, mind you, that's on top of what, you know, and I don't want to say, you know, I'll, I'll, I would leave my W2. It's, it's flexible. So well, not really, but, um, I make it work. So to be able to make that and have, you know, a regular, you know, nine to five job, it's, it's kind of icing on the cake. So we're able to do things like build our dream home. And <laughs> I was about that because I got a very I got emotional when I got that message. And I, and I, and when, when we talk about it, it like makes me cry. And so I'm going to try not to cry on this. <laughs> we promise no crying. This promise no crying, but like there's something for a, a guy in my position who has, you know, thousands of people that I've been able to work with. And, you know, I get to like, I, I, I feel like you're my sister, you know, and I, and I, and I, and I've had this opportunity to be a part of your life and I've, you know, and I've been had an opportunity to be a part of your guys' success. And then I get this message from you and I broke down into tears because, you know, I I'm busy and it's hard. My life gets hard for me sometimes. And I, I question sometimes, am I, Am I pushing myself too hard? Am I doing too much? Should I should I should I take a, something off my plate? Or you know what is is or sometimes I'll get like just down, you know, on 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 my energy and and what's happening in my life just because I'm overwhelmed. And then I get something like this, you know, that you built your dream home. 
Yes. So, um, I mean, uh, <laughs> this this started, you know, the the thought again coming from a background of work you don't come from, you know, a family that's, you know, extremely wealthy or you kind of start to develop a certain mindset like, you know, well, yeah, maybe I don't deserve this, maybe I don't deserve that. But my mindset isn't like that. Like I've always had this, I, I go to sleep. I, I, my husband used to call it jackrabbiting. There's a there's a book or like a little story about it where you like you're chasing jackrabbits. And just, if you Google the jackrabbiting story, um, you look it up. But I used to go to sleep and envisioning the home that I want to have. I used to like going to sleep and like I knew I would see myself sitting there. It's kind of like Neil Medicine. I would see myself sitting in the living room. I could see the fireplace. I could see the kitchen behind me. I could see the the space and the land and the open windows. And um, in October, this this house comes on the market, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is my dream home. This is the house. This is the house I want." And um, we put an offer, and it's in Texas, so we knew we we're like, well, "Okay, if, if nothing else, this is a house we're buying moving back to Texas." Well, they needed a eight month lease, but it was like all these things, and it's like, "Dang it, can't do it." Then I was like, "Hold on, wait, we can build better than that because we can do that now." <laughs> um, that house, I think, is like like on an acre, like twenty six hundred square feet. It's a good size house I and mean, good size land. And um, I was like, we we actually have the ability now, something we haven't had before, to build exactly what we want. And so we started talking, and um, we bought two and a half acres and started building. Just poured the foundation. They poured the foundation last week. Um, I was out in Texas this past week. Actually, just flew back in today, um, and got to walk the land that we bought. They've cleared it out, and it's funny because I walked to a certain. It goes over a creek, and I, I see I'm going to build my bridge over the uh, creek, and I go to a point, and I see like these flags, and I think I'm thinking that's the survey where that's where it stops. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much land. And so the guy, he's, you know, the guy on the tractor is clearing out the land and I'm thanking him. And I'm like, so just to confirm, like these, this is where it stops, right? He goes, oh no, this is all yours, all the way out to the street. Like, back here. <laughs> I'm like, that's all mine. <laughs> so good. <laughs> he goes, yeah, all that's yours. And I was like, so it's just so phenomenal. I got to, you know, picking it. And it's a custom home that we're building, like every detail. How, how, how big? How many? How, so how it big? is at 3,300 square feet. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is. You know, we have a, we're going to have like a little kind of movie room, game room type thing upstairs. Um, the boys, mine, our boys fight over the bathroom here in California every day. So <laughs> they have their own bathrooms and we don't have to deal with that anymore. But it's the home that I envision sitting in. And it is exactly you know, to what, and my, again, kudos to my husband. I'm out there by myself picking all these things. I'm like, I don't know the floor color, the cabinet color. What do you want me to, what do you want? He goes, this is your dream home. I want you to be happy. I'm like, that's that's the kind of guy he is. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's happening. Uh, should be done in September, late September, early October. And um, just, we're just really excited. Um, very exciting things. So, and that, you know, com coming along with that was uh, all of this, this whole journey of things go with it, right? Because you want protection. Like now that we own this home, it's like, okay, we have to protect it. So, and, and learning all this, 
wholesaling and the Astro community and real estate investing is not just about real estate investing. Now we're going into like, okay, we, we've set up a trust for our family. Um, we've set up certain things of protection and, you know, making sure, okay, our, our home needs to be under the trust and this needs to be set up this way. And um, just so many wow. details. Wealth like, management, wealth building. Yes. You're, you're learning yes. how to live like the 1% and that not in a way that you were born there. You clawed your way there. And yeah. you were there and now you're going to keep it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Not letting that go. And our kids, they'll, they'll experience this and, you know, they, they get to see what it's like and then they get to do it for their kids. And one of the coolest things, um, JP, my, 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 my realtor, uh, Jonathan, um, he, um, he knew, he knows we're building the home and he goes, what if I take a Bible out and before they pour the foundation, he goes, I can put the Bible, Bible in to the uh, beams. And so he and my mother-in-law and my kid's godmom, they went out to the, cause I was in California. They went out to the land and they put my, my mother-in-law's Bible from when she was young into the foundation before the foundation was poured. they put it into the beams um, and they prayed over it. And the next day, the next morning, the foundation uh, was poured over the Bible. So the found the Bible is in the foundation of our home. And so we're always standing on the word of God. And I told John, I was like, you know, this home is going to be in our family for I don't know how many years, but we could say to our grandkids and our great grandkids, hey, you're standing on the word of God and your great grandmother's you know, Bible is right here. So um we were able to do that <laughs> and all full circle, you know, so it's, it's been pretty cool. So we said no crying. <laughs> um, it started, you know, it's, it's, it, it started with this. It started with sitting and envisioning and meditating. I do the six phase meditation. Um, I try to do it at least three times a week. Um, my kids now do it, the six phase meditation. And, you know, if you think meditating isn't a thing, oh my gosh, it, it's, it's changed our lives. Um, envisioning and just knowing, you know, where you want to be and having that certainty about it. It's, it's, it's biblical and it's scientific. So when you, you get those two together, then it's like, why not? Um, so it's now coming into existence and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So Brittany. You shine, Brittany. You shine. You are um, an incredible woman. You are an incredible inspiration. You are going to change the lives of hundreds, if not thousands of people behind you. Uh, what we do is important. What we do here is life changing for so many people. And as we bless ourselves, we bless others. And so if there's anybody out there right now that's if you are hopeless, if you are desperate, if you are wondering, if you are alone, if you are questioning, if you are here, you are here for a reason. There's Absolutely. something that you could tell them, Brittany. What would it be? So many things. Um, there's no hindrance. There's, there's nothing in your way but yourself. Um, I like my husband and I, we have this thing about rhinos. Um, so many things like you'll find rhinos around our house and it's because of what the rhino represents a rhinoceros when it gets its eyes locked on a focus when it sees something that it focuses on and then it that it wants it literally 
everything else around it is blind, it's blinded by everything else. So it, if it says, okay, I'm going after that animal right there, it cannot see anything else in its peripherals. It charges a hundred percent towards that thing that it's going after. It tramples over anything in its way and it cannot, it physically cannot take its focus off of the thing that it's going after. That is, that is something actual about a rhinoceros. So we have rhinoceroses around our house. Um, and so get that rhinoceros vision. Like if you want something bad enough, charge at it a hundred percent. There's going to be things in your way. There's going to be things in your peripherals. You have to completely block them out. They're distractions. So if you know what you want, you first have to know what you want. You have to know why. Um, and once you have those two things, don't let anything stop you. So, Brittany, I love you. I love you. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for being in my family. Thank you for blessing us with the time today. You're an incredible human being. And if people want to get a hold of you and they want to work with you, how would they do that? Um, best way is to DM me. Um, I, 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 I'm very, very active in checking my DMs on Instagram. Um, I am OO underscore she lifts on Instagram. OH underscore she lifts and oh oh does she ever lift guys <laughs> oh, oh, underscore she lifts Brittany Berriman on Instagram guys give her a follow send her a DM do work with her because she's incredible and so many people have reached out so many people are getting an opportunity to work with you guys do not sleep on this do not sleep on an opportunity she gave you a way to reach out oh oh underscore she lifts on IG anything else um, thank you for this opportunity. Um, uh, before getting into this, I've always, I've always wanted to see more women in podcasts and and, and speaking in this industry because you don't see it a lot. It's, it's it just is what it is. But I'm just so grateful that you are allowing me to be here. I'm grateful to just you know be in this community, be in this circle. Um, I'm honored anytime someone does reach out to me for help. I don't know all the answers, but, you know, I, I, I try to give all the answers. Or I'll point you the right way. And um, I'm just, you know, thankful to God for everything. Um, so there we go. Thank you, guys. This was an incredible episode of To the Moon, one of the longest ones we've ever had. And honestly, I don't want it to end, but at some point it needs to. Brittany, we love you, and we will see the rest of you on the moon. I right, love you. Ah. Wow.